Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hello, one and all. It is the Sports Spectacular coming to you from the state-of-the-art IlliniGuys.com studios. The doors are open. Come on in and grab a seat. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, and two of the hardest-working guys in the business, Matt Stewart and Kendrick Prince. Uh, they'll be joining us later on here in the hour. Uh, guys, this is already show number 37 for us. I mean, can you believe we're already – we're getting close to close to a year. 37 – that is, like, crazy. I mean, I was thinking about that. That's – 37 shows so we but if we do it like for all of mike's life then we'd be at like 2,000 shows right so <laughs> roughly lot, right uh, 3,000 yeah, 3, shows i don't know <laughs> dog ears okay okay i was just curious but 37 is a lot too so yeah and 37 times 2 is 74 and i-74 runs right past champagne so answer me that brad there you go there you go and the best thing about this is I get that. Every- <laughs> that makes no sense at all. I, we should be in political talk radio. This is about the same. It's like, well, actually, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. It's a good spirit. Go there. C O N. Exactly. Spiracy. Exactly. S P E A R. Beautiful thing about it is I get to hang out with these two guys every single week. That's worth the price of admission right there. Uh, you guys know that I have the attention span of a gnat. Uh, So when I tell you we have another great show in the works, you can believe that. The latest episode of the Sturdy for 30 podcast dropped this week. It is Brad talking to Brad. Sturdy interviews Brad Underwood, fighting Illini basketball coach. We'll hear part of that later this hour. We'll also hear from Brett Bielema and talk a little more spring football coming up. Matt Stevens again talking that. Hour number two, Ked and his recruiting roundup. The Illini gal, Adelia McKenzie of the fighting Illini women's team. Dan Hartlib from the baseball team. Uh, another really impressive and coming freshman as well. Ked's talk with 2022 basketball commit Jaden Epps. So you have come to the right place. If you are into goods being delivered, <clears throat> we do that in spades. All right. Uh, Coach Underwood coming up. Let's talk a little line eye hoops here to start. Uh, more specifically, the transfer portal. Brad, Illinois now three open scholarships at the moment. A couple days ago, uh, BBV. Um, he announces it appears Austin Hutcherson. We'll move on. That would be four. So let's get your thoughts here off the top. What do the Illini need and what are they looking for in the portal? Well, they, they need size. Um, they need experience. Um, they need another guy with size. Um, maybe two. They need some experience. They need a guy in the backcourt, um, whether it's a true point guard or a guy who can um, at least play guard. Uh, a veteran presence uh, with a little bit of maybe – someone who can defend too would be good and, and knock down shots because that's kind of what they need. Um, they've got some guys who can score obviously, but they need a guy who's done it before and, and they need somebody who can defend and maybe be that defensive stopper for them. Because although young guys are great, um, you know, sometimes they, they have a lot to learn on the defensive end. And I, I love the guys they have coming in. They're really good, but you know, there's a lot to learn. So they're looking for, I, I'd be shocked if they don't add three to four, got more guys to this roster. And depending what happens with the guys that are here now, if one of them bolts, then maybe they add another one. So there are so many good players in the portal. It's insane right now. I mean, it's nuts. You know, and and Coach Underwood and the staff are walking a tightrope that coaches are across the nation because you the coaches want to be able to build a roster and the players now have some leverage to try in their mind to protect their playing time. So a coach doesn't want to need to go talk to his players about who he might be recruiting, but yet at the same time, you don't want to recruit and lose players. So this is a balancing act that has really never been done before. And it's got to be, well, it's driven some coaches out of the business and you, you, you really feel for both the players and the coaches in this situation, because it really strains how they communicate. And, and they really have a new dynamic to try to get to an equilibrium. Well, and it makes it to where you've got some players that are at you know smaller schools. We just saw a couple of days ago, Austin Reeves leaving Illinois State, winds up at Kentucky and UK 
BBN. They're all like, I don't know if they even know who Austin Reeves is, but they're all excited because he's now a Wildcat and, and bully for them. That's fantastic. Uh, but Brad, you mentioned, I think you put in the IlliniGuys.com message boards this week, or you or Kedrick Prince, one of them, one of you guys, that, that Brad Underwood has turned down 20 players already, like in the first, in the last couple of weeks of guys who wanted to come here. Is that, is yeah. that? Well, and it's in uh, on the sturdy for 30. I, I said this too. Uh, there's sturdy for 30. Um, he will, he talks about it. They've turned down over 20 guys, like uh, 20 guys. Are, there's different reasons. Some of them, they, they can't take guys for who need uh, less than 60 hours. They can't take guys that, um, you know, maybe don't make, uh, have a certain GPA to get into grad school. They can't take certain, so there are guys they didn't take, and there are guys they don't want to take because they just don't fit. They don't, they aren't the right position. There are guys they don't want, and there are guys who call, hey, we want to, want to come visit, want to come to Illinois. And they're just like, yeah, it's great. We appreciate that. And we're, and the answer is no. So they obviously have some big fish they're going after, and we'll, we'll see if they're able to land some of them um, in the next, uh, you know, few weeks. Yeah. And, and don't get me started on the Illini challenges with admissions it's been a problem my whole lifetime um it seems like sometimes the Illini athletics department uh, you know has to deal with things that your you know com- competition in Michigan State or Ohio State uh or Alabama you know those type of schools never worry about when can we begin to see some of these positions filled on the uh, Illini roster well the actual NBA uh, deadline is actually June 1st. So guys can still stay in the draft up until June 1. So Illinois really, there may be a guy or two who are just in the portal, but they also are looking at these guys who are have declared for the draft and maybe don't get the feedback they want. Maybe they're second round, late second round, and they feel like they're better off coming or maybe undrafted, but they, they're better off coming back to college and trying to do something with that. So if that happens – then, I, you know, I think that's going to be what happens in May. You're going to see some of these guys who are in the draft. You decide, I'm going to pull out. And then Illinois is going to be like, hey, we got a spot for you. Uh, you know, last time out of the show, we did not hear from Brett Bielema. Uh, so we will hear his thoughts this week on the spring game that took place last Thursday. That is up next on the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business whether it's a leaky roof windows or door worn out siding or paint outdated kitchen bathroom or basement look no further than hx home solutions your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out trusted by chicagoland since 1950 find out why hx gets an a-plus rating by the better business bureau call today 224-880-6000 that's hx home solutions 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. This is more spectacular, and this segment presented by Busey Bank. You're probably making plans for the summer, and so are we. We will have some summer giveaways starting here in a few weeks. So go ahead and write down this email address, info at IlliniGuys.com, I-N-F-O at I-L-L-I-N-I-G-U-Y-S.com. That's how you can connect with us and register for prizes as they become available. So uh, info at IlliniGuys.com. Be sure to hold on to that. It will come in handy and uh, you can use it to yell at us if you want. I mean, we read all emails and, and the ones we don't like, uh, we print out, ball up and throw in the trash can. Okay. All right. Yes. Let's, let's talk some Illini football. No. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Somebody somewhere looked at it. You, did, you do what? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Illini football, guys. Uh, the spring session is over. Orange and blue game last week. Uh, we had a lot of interviews on the show last week, so we didn't get Brett Bielema in there. So let's play a bit of his post-game news conference now 
and then we'll pick it up uh, the discussion on uh, on the other side. Uh, I, I get excited because um, you know it's a team I think that wants to be coached, a group that really listens to their uh, not only their coaches but other teammates. I thought there was a lot of good communication between our our older players and our younger players. Some of the guys seeing bullets flying for the first time. Uh, some of those newcomers came in and did some good stuff uh, offensively. I like the way Tommy handled uh, obviously the huddle and. Uh, we've always known he's got a good live arm. It's from the first time you saw him on film to where we saw him today. It's, I know it's the first extensive action you guys have seen him, but he definitely uh, is a guy that can throw the ball around. He's athletic, uh, dynamic, uh, had a lot of positive things today, but I thought RJ uh, continued to do some things. Samari's so definitely had his best three weeks of, of, of practice here at the back end. He does a lot of really good things that you get excited about, um, um, and we'll see exactly where that position continues to grow. Obviously, Art is right on the verge when we start up in June. Uh, Art will be full go rodeo, so excited to get him back in the lineup and, and obviously great competition there at that room. I think iron sharpens iron and uh, guys will get better with the, with the competition. So uh, overall, offensively, you want to see how they handled the, 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 you know, the factor of being uh, in a game-like situation, the communication, the execution. There's definitely a lot of coaching points, but overall, I thought uh, they handled it, played pretty clean. Defensively, I want to see how we tackled, especially in space. Uh, some good things there. You saw Kendall Smith make a break on the ball. He's been an impressive guy during camp. Uh, I think our overall, our, our, our um, uh, returning players, especially in the back end, Quan, Sid, are playing at a high level uh, inside with CJ, Dark, and, and um, uh, Reek, Tariq Barnes. Those three guys give us some really good value. Obviously lost some good edge players, but I thought uh, Zeke, Seth, uh, really had a good spring. I uh, want to get a little more out of Alec Bryant. He unfortunately uh, cramped up a little bit at the beginning. We couldn't get him back out there, but a lot of good things uh, in the kicking game. We, we did the rapid fire field goals. It's kind of about what I've been seeing a little bit this spring, a little bit of uh, inconsistency. So a lot of good work to get done there, but um, uh, stayed healthy. Don't think we had anything significant out there that uh, won't be a short term recovery. So uh, would that open up questions? Well, it seems like the passing game with that first group is pretty advanced for a spring ball. Were you happy for what you saw from time? I, I have, um, you know, Barry has uh, uh, been very clean, very uh, clear. Uh, the one thing that I really appreciate about Barry is that uh, he, he knows this system. He knows what he wants to do. He knows the, uh, shall we say, the strengths, the weaknesses, the flaws, uh, and he's able to dict dictate that to our players very clearly. Uh, I think they all listen, and, and really the respect uh, to me shows from the way our coaches coach for him or coach with him. Uh, it's really a, a, a good dynamic that we got going offensively, and you saw that there tonight. Would have been the biggest growth points out of Tommy from that first practice to this point. Growth now. points? Yeah. Um, you know, he's uh, been a product of other systems, right? And I don't know if he, um, you know, I really don't worry about what happened before he got here. I just worry about what has happened since he's been here. And he's A, extremely intelligent, good football IQ, very athletic, very accurate passer. Um, now the game of football, uh, the way that we need to play it, right, and the way that you win games is, is, is really a literally an everyday learning curve for him and he takes it um, and learns from it early down versus third down uh, critical moments uh, uh, you know keep the chains moving as, as well as taking shots down the field I thought we're really really uh, clear to him today and, and I would say that as a whole through practices 14 he's definitely gotten better every day. You talked about Kendall Smith and that interception you kind of dance around talked a little trash maybe after that. Is it nice to see guys play with that kind of energy on the back end of the defense? Well, uh, so today on any transition of, of, of um, or possession, right, there was an automatic whistle dead. So uh, when he caught that football, you know, no one was going to tackle him. That's why he probably streaked the way he did. Um, but Kendall's a fun, uh, you know, as a coach, I've really uh, enjoyed coaching him because I've grown with him as well. Here's a guy that went in the portal, right? And uh, I remember when we sent our coaches up to uh, see him in Bolingbrook and, and he made the decision to come back. It was kind of a, a, a good feeling for him. I think he knew the sense of accomplishment. So uh, you love to see players have success and it's fun to see a guy like that get rewarded. It's pretty been a full spring to evaluate your roster here. Um, does that, how does that impact how you approach the portal after the spring? Um, well, how we approach the portal doesn't change, right? We're always looking for players that we can add. Um, uh, there'll definitely be transition from our roster. I'm aware of that. You know, uh, we'll go into meetings next week. Uh, Monday uh, and Tuesday and Wednesday, they'll meet with their position coaches, their coordinators. I'll have uh, about 28 hours of meetings next week with our players. I meet with every player on the roster, so it just takes the entire week to go through that. Um, I'm sure we'll get a couple surprises, um, but I think our guys in our program, they like being here, right? I would say that uh, since I've been here, the guys that have 
uh, portaled in or portaled, portaled out have, haven't really been surprising to me. It's kind of, you can see the writing on the wall. Uh, just, I think, the way our guys know that we care, uh, the way that we you know, put our arms around them. And, and I always tell them, right, just because I'm telling you something you don't want to hear doesn't mean I don't love you, right? Like, I, I think part of the process is when people uh, that you respect tell you things that you need to hear and not necessarily what you what you want to hear, that's that's a growth in the right direction. I, I would say that the one thing I, I noticed about Bielema, he seems so much more kind of sure of where they're going as a program this year compared to a year ago. I mean, I, and he had a plan, I'm sure, but you can just see things are kind of going in the direction he wants them to go, and he's getting the players that he wants, and he's trying to get the – and he's getting the type of uh, team that he wants. And uh, I, I think that's a good thing because if he gets – he's done pretty well when he's had the types of teams that he wants to get, especially in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and full-go rodeo, if that was said by Barry <laughs> Switzer, Barry Switzer would have gone, we're full-go rodeo! And you would have been like, what in the heck? But when when Brett says it, you go, okay, that sounds good. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds good. Um, I will say that I personally feel a little bit guilty towards my um, impatience towards Art Sikowski, knowing the injury that he had. Now, I fully expect Tommy DeVito to start, but I have to wonder – did we, we probably never saw Art at full strength. And maybe with this additional development and stuff that he's gotten, maybe he'll be able to make it a little closer than anybody thinks. And, and again, I feel bad because we didn't realize he was hurt last year. And, you know, I, I know I expressed my impatience in his ability to get the ball downfield, and it's clear that he couldn't. It was frustrating to watch. There's no question. And, and you're right. We didn't know until after the season and we all were like, wow, really? Oh boy. I feel horrible. That's exactly <laughs> for busting this guy. But again, it's uh, like we, uh, my family, and I, we have a saying in our house that, you know, you don't know what God knows. And uh, in this case, we didn't know what Brett knew. Uh, that, that's true. Uh, once again, this segment presented by Busey bank. Hey, Matt Stevens gave us some great analysis after the game last week. He's had a week to think it over. We'll bring him in on the conversation that's next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. This is David Williams, a leading receiver from the University of Illinois, here on Illini Guy on Sports Spectacular. Go Illini. IlliniGuys.com football writer and analyst Matt Stevens joins us now. Matt, great work as always uh, here on the Sports Spectacular and on IlliniGuys.com of, of breaking down the orange and blue spring football game last week. Uh, we just listened to part of Bielema's press. Of course, you were in the room for that. You've had a few days. Is there anything different about your analysis of the game or, or what the team needs to do next? Yeah, I was able to talk to a coach on staff that was able to kind of point me in the direction as to why Bielema, you know, formats the game the way he does, which is, you know, one first string offense versus second string defense. And it's, it's actually kind of, I haven't thought about it this way, but the idea was is that he, there's really no point if you're trying to put on some sort of show for that's going to try to last until, say, August, for Illinois to struggle. And if you're trying to sell your program to potential kids that are in the portal and be able to complete some passes, and oh, by the way, get the ball to Isaiah Williams as much as you possibly can. And it's a really smart way to kind of sell your program, especially if it's going to be against a televised audience. And 
And you know, the comeback is, well, Matt, isn't everybody doing that? No, not everybody's doing that. A lot of people are doing one-on-ones and I'm watching a lot of spring games all across the country. Cause I'm just nuts that way. And I'm seeing a lot of teams just struggle to score points and struggle to move the football because defense is always ahead of everybody in April and May. than they are, then, then the offense is, and that's not selling what you want for your program to get butts in the seats in August. And it's just, it's the reason that Brett Bielema does it. And the other reason is, is that if you're on like the second string, okay. And you're, 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 you're able to, you know, do some really cool things against the first string unit that you're facing that shows the depth that's being built. If you're not able to do it, then that makes the conversation that you have after the spring with all of the players a little bit easier to say, Hey, look, this is where you are on the depth chart. This is why. And do you still want to be here? And now you've seen the flood of guys that are kind of entered the portal from Illinois and why Brett Bielema has known that there's going to be attrition in this program and why he's probably going to play under the 85 scholarship limit for the 2023 upcoming 2022 season. So, so that's similar to what we do on Atlanta guys, where we try and keep the ball in Larry's hands and keep it out of Mike's hands. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, it's the same thing. The same principle doesn't work any better sometimes, but yeah, good thought. Yeah. When we sell things, we like to sell it with Larry and Brad and Ked and a little bit of myself, but sometimes really not much. But like Mike is usually out there in the pasture and we we just kind of like forget that he's even involved when we sell things. Who's Mike? Where's Mike? What's a Mike? Yeah. No, What's a Mike? Who's, on the, who's on the mic? I believe no, the, so like, Matt- the like Mike commercials were actually inspired by me, not Michael Jordan. <laughs> Yes. I, I was just thinking that myself. So I, I have a question, Matt. So sure. here's my concern. Is this offensive line? Pilstrom had his worst day of the spring under the lights in the spring game. And you could tell that with some of the snaps, um, the shotgun snaps that he kind of, he kind of blew. That's usually been Josh Kreutz's deal this spring that he's been kind of had the yips with that uh, from a blocking standpoint. They were kind of trying to piecemeal this together, Brad, because, again, Julian Pearl didn't play. I'm telling you right now, he's going to be a starter come the fall somewhere on this offensive line. But I actually kind of like what I saw out of guys like Zy Chrysler and, and the pancake block that you saw on when, when he, he, did the, he did the pull block and the pancake block. I think that can work at guard. If he can get to a weight that is sustainable throughout the entire season and he's still in the process of doing that, he can be a good guard next year, and I think that he can he can work his way through that. Um, the question becomes: Can you can you absolutely rely on Alex Belcheski at right tackle all year long, and a healthy Alex Belcheski at right tackle all year long? Because if you can, I think this offense has the depth and has the big bodies from guard to guard that they really really want. So you've covered Auburn, Mississippi State, Purdue, Illinois. Sure. Have you ever seen a team that's got more big? tailbacks than what Brett Bielma is assembling here at uh, Champaign? No, I haven't. And I, I've seen I've seen a tailback room that's as good. I think Gus Melzahn at Auburn made sure the tailback room was always thick with guys. Um, Jeff Rom did not care about the tailback room at Purdue. Uh, Dan Mullen actually did care about the tailback room at, at Mississippi State. Um, they had the all-time leading rusher um, in his first couple of years there. Uh, but I, I'll tell you this, like there are – there are so many drastic differences between the guys that are in that room. When you look at a chase Brown compared to a Jordan Anderson, a um, you know, guys that the guys that have are guys that are 240 pounds. And then guys that are 190, like chase Brown guys like Aiden Loffrey, who are 190 pounds. Um, I think the future thunder and lightning combination of Aiden Loffrey, who did not play in the spring game, but I, I'm telling you could have a role even as a true freshman on this offense. And then Jordan Anderson at 240 pounds have, coming in in that same class is, is, is so dynamic to what they want. And I, and I, I do believe that based off what you saw last year with, you know, how the running backs kind of continued to, you know, you needed two or three of them every, every week because Chase Brown would go down with a nagging injury and, you know, Josh McCray would go down with something at the end, by the end of this year, they do know that they need two or three before, by the end of the, uh, throughout the entire season, you there's hope springs eternal uh, come fall. Matt Stevens, always good to talk with you, our friend. Uh, take care. We'll talk with you next week and have a good weekend. Not a problem. Have a good one, guys. All right, Matt Stevens, football writer and analyst on IlliniGuys.com. You know, inquiring minds want to know, so go ask your Brad. That's next. 
You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. We want to give a quick shout out to the good people at the new Atkins Golf Club at the University of Illinois in Urbana. We are super excited to announce that they will host the 2022 Illini Guys Golf Classic coming up in late August. More details to come. Fellas, it's going to feel pretty good. Go out there and do our own golf tournament. Yeah, I mean, I can probably hit a house. Um, somebody's hit some in somebody's yard. I mean, all the, I'll have it all. I'll spray it all over. Yeah. Swing hard and hope, baby. Yeah. And with, with the logo balls, it's, it's like a souvenir right there in your backyard if you live there. Exactly. Line eye guys, golf balls. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should use another company's logo for Brad. <laughs> our, our competitors, we'll put those out there. Hey, I'll have some birdies too. They just We add birdies and no bogeys. That's the way to go. There you go. No, cars are way overrated. <laughs> That's right. exactly. I like snowmen. That's right. You know, when, eight. <laughs> when growing up, if you had a question, you were told to go ask your dad, right? Well, around here, when we want to know something, we ask your Brad, Brad Sturdy, longtime Illini insider and analyst. Brad, um, you opened up for some Q&A on the IlliniGuys.com message forums earlier this week, and there was some pretty good stuff there. Um, as we are talking right now and we are recording this segment, um, still a lot of rumors out there about Terrence Shannon, the Chicago native, three years at Texas Tech, been in the transfer portal now for now well over a month. What can you tell us about Terrence Shannon and any possibilities with the Illini? Actually, I'm going to enter the transfer portal before we start this segment. I'm going to be one of the 2,000 players to enter. No, it, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. So I, Terrence Shannon is an interesting kid. Obviously, he's a really good player. He's a kid who's been on some mock drafts, and, and he's a he's got an opportunity here. He's a veteran, and he would he would fit a lot of what Illinois needs. Um, I, I it's gone back and forth. You know, he's originally he was wanted to go to Illinois, and then it was Michigan. I. To, to if you can figure out where he's going right now, it's gone day to day. There's it's kind of a there's so many people involved in that. One person telling one thing, one person saying another. It's it's been crazy. So I, I don't know if I, I'm telling you that you know if if he, he's a great fit, whether he goes to Illinois, whether he goes to Michigan, wherever he ends up, he's a kid who's going to play and he's going to come in and he's going to make an impact both defensively and offensively. But it's it's a complete crapshoot trying to figure out where these kids are going in the portal, especially when you got a kid like Nigel Pack getting eight hundred thousand over two years in the portal. Everybody's like, "Well, I'm going in the portal too." Then, actually, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for uh, Miami to hire me to be the Hurricane Guys uh, correspondent, so I can get eight hundred thousand. <laughs> Evidently, they just throw money around like crazy down there. Wow. Yeah, a, a couple of questions that I thought were interesting. I'm going to give you a two for one. One is with Kofi deciding to go to the NBA draft, would the Illini coaches like to have Omar Payne, uh, you know, transported back in time to, to warn him that that was going to happen? And the second one, which is you're going to love, is, is will Imani Bates be a, a fighting Illini next year? I hate you, Mike. I just <laughs> want you to know that before we start. I don't think Imani Bates is going to be an Illini. So um, <laughs> let's just go with that. A lot of drama there, a lot of uh, stuff going on. But okay, how about this? So the first question, Omar Payne. I, I, let's talk about Omar Payne. How about this kid's luck? First of all, he goes to Florida, and they had the, the other kid who's, who was there as a C here to play yep. in the Big Ten and, and get some minutes, Um, you know, he and Dane Danger. So, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely one of those things where maybe he should have waited a couple weeks and see what happened. Speaking of Kofi, uh, does he get drafted, uh, or does he does he does he can he, or can he land on a team as a free agent as a rookie? I was actually talking to a couple of NBA draftniks, and their thought is that Kofi is a perfect example of a guy who gets to be a second round flyer. Like somebody says, "Hey, this guy's got a chance. He's seven foot tall. He weighs two hundred and eighty five pounds. We get him in a little better shape." You know, we work on him. He plays in the G League for a year or two and develops some things. And you can't teach seven foot 285 and maybe, or seven foot, maybe he gets down to 265, 275, whatever it is. Now you've got a kid who maybe can do some things. Uh, and so I think that he's he's got a chance for them to take a flyer on him. I think it would definitely get a contract of some sort, whether it's a, a G League contract or something. 
um, where he'll have an opportunity to kind of showcase himself and, you know, give Kofi credit. It's, a lot of these guys are transferring to try something different, get some, he just said, I'm going pro and I'm going to bet on myself and we'll see what happens. So yeah, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to not admire that because when you look at rosters out there, the 76ers could use somebody, you know, they, they need a backup center. Um, the Bulls, my goodness. I mean, they need a backup center. And the Lakers, I mean, LeBron had to play center. I, you know, there, there's got to be somebody out there uh, that can that looks at Kofi. Um, any uh, any idea in terms of what do you expect from Curbelo next year at uh, St. John's? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was funny. So I got to I got to sit with some of the St. John's coaches last week, and they were talking to the Illinois coaches about Curbelo. And, you know, they have. Curbelo and they, then they have uh, Posh is a Posh Alexander. I mean, they've got dudes. Those guys are going to play at like breakneck speed. It is just <laughs> going to be up and down. Crazy balls are going to be everybody who sits in the first few rows at the arena, Madison Square Garden there needs to bring a face shield because of some <laughs> maybe those mat, hockey mass or something because balls are going to fly all over and they're going to make passes and it's going to be fun as heck to watch. But you may be scratching, pulling your hair out at times too, but it's going to be entertaining <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> All right. I got 20 seconds left guys currently on the Illini Rast roster who will one day be on an NBA roster, which guy on the, uh, on campus now. Yeah. On the current, currently on the roster right now. Can I count the, can I count the incoming recruits? Yes. I think RJ Melendez is going to play in the NBA. I think Ty Rogers is going to play in the NBA. I think Sky Clark's going to play in the NBA. The other guys who I, you know, the other guys I'm trying to, you know, we'll see about those guys. I'll be shocked if I'll be shocked if Sky Clark is at Illinois more than two years or Ty Rogers is also at Illinois more than two years. And I will also be surprised if um, RJ Melendez is at Illinois more than three years, which would be two more. So, yeah, I that those are the guys. Uh -huh. I think Coleman Hawkins, there are other guys who have a chance. Coleman Hawkins, et cetera, has that opportunity. But I, I would say those are the guys that I look at and say, those guys can play at the next level. And, and you know who the most talented guy is on the roster right now? Sincere Harris is the most talented guy on the roster. Really? He's just, he just needs to get stronger and figure it out. Upsets be the game. He's going to be really good before he's done. And the best scorer is Jade Nepps. So Wow. It's just so many guys. Two guys. That, just so much fun. Yeah, that we don't even talk about. That's how exciting yeah. this is right now with Illinois basketball. That's great. Uh, quick timeout here, and then we'll ask your Brad again. It's Sturdy and Underwood from the Sturdy for 30 podcast on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. As we continue here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, this segment presented by OSF Healthcare is the Game Changer segment. And uh, Brad Sturdy, no question that this week you uh, spent some time with uh, the ultimate game changer when it comes to Illinois basketball on your Sturdy for 30 podcast, Mr. Uh, Brad Underwood. Yeah, it was, it was great to, you know, kind of talk about the end of the season. We, we did discuss some, you know, some important stuff like Pizza Hut parking lot fights and that kind of stuff, uh, you know, but we actually had some ba talk basketball a little bit too, uh, Portal, NIL, all the kind of stuff that they're dealing with right now um, <laughs> on the scene. So it was a good time. Yeah, I can't wait. It's, uh, it's a fantastic podcast. Let's play part of that right now. I got to ask, did you, what's been the, transition with the three new assistants how's that how have you been able to handle that because it's really amazing what you've been able to do with three new guys well it, it's I always looked at it this way and I, I maybe I'm different than anybody else I you know I, I was really proud of, of of 
the old staff and and everything that they accomplished and helped helped us build and 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 their their family. But I, I I look at it, you know, like you know, adults make decisions for a lot of reasons, and 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 we don't have to understand it. We don't have to, you know, justify it. They do what they do, and 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 yet, um, I'm good with all that. And those guys were great for me, and they were great for Illinois basketball. Uh, but I just look at it like um, we'll go do it again. You know, we'll just go run it back. We're going to go get other really good coaches and and uh, and people that fit who I am and fit what we're trying to do and and have the same uh, values that that we have here here at the University of Illinois. So I, I wasn't um, I wasn't I wasn't worried. I mean, I was confident. I was, I, I, I think that's one of the things that I, f- I felt great about was that, you know, my ability to go get guys who can recruit, but more importantly, connect and, and spend time with players and have relationships. And um, so, you know, it was different from the transition standpoint, you know, now you're, you're introducing your team to three new coaches. Uh, those guys excelled. Those guys were all uh, of course, Jeff didn't have to have to do that, but uh, those guys excelled. They were great. Uh, they worked really hard at building relationships. They're unbelievably hard workers. Uh, the amount of time they spend around our guys uh, helped that process. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I was I felt great about it. It was very, very time consuming. It didn't uh, didn't give me any break. Uh, obviously, we 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 had to, to go through the entire summer with Tim. Uh, and, and the obligations he had, but uh, man, I felt um, I, uh, I felt great and happy for those guys that made decisions to to, to go do other things. But I, I I knew we would go get great people here, and, and Chester, Tim, and Jeff have done yeoman's work, and uh, it's worked out great. Yeah, you, you just don't see that very often, and to have the success you had is really really special, especially when you consider. Okay, you bring in three new assistants, even though even though you say, hey, it's cohesive. Then you had kind of the year from hell. You start with concussions. <laughs> then you go through COVID, the flu. I think we had the flu before COVID. Um, then we had some, you know, more concussions. Then we got pink eye. I mean, you guys were like, I mean, have you ever experienced a season like that? No, you know, and it and, and <laughs> it's it's always um it's not very comforting. Um, you know, you, you, you want to build, you want to build, uh, 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 you know, you want to keep it on the rails and, and you want to build, uh, identity and, uh, you know, it started with, you know, you go through all the preseason and you're amped for that first game and, oh, guess what? Kofi's suspended. So he's not playing. And, uh, you know, so things become a little bit different and, 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 and they never got back on the rails really, uh, and, uh, you know, they obviously end with, uh, you know, Jake and a, and a shoulder is, issue and, and couldn't play and Trent with pink eye. And, um, but yet along the way, I think it speaks volumes to uh, the group of guys, um, not just their talent and their ability, but uh, their versatility, their ability to adapt. Um, I, I think that um, we found ways without Kofi, we found ways without point guards. Um, and to me, that's, that's about our culture and, and it's about the character of the guys in the locker room, uh, to win a big 10 championship, uh, through all of the 64 or 68 missed games, um, was, was, was something I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. The guys in the locker room for overcoming that. So talking about the big 10 championship, you win the big 10 title. I got to ask a question, the experience of winning that big 10 title. I mean, there's been a lot of big 10 titles won, and I don't know whether it was just the way the game played out. The fact that uh, Nebraska beats Wisconsin earlier that day, the, the, the fact that it's been, you know, 17 years since Illinois won a regular season, big 10, but I've never seen uh, an experience like that after a game. I mean, it was yeah, it's crazy. Can you give me your perception of that? It was, it was I, just nuts. Yeah, it was all of the above. You know, I, I think we went into the game, you know, okay, we're playing for seating in the NCAA tournament. You know, it, it's, it's Iowa, you know, uh, friends, guys are competing. Keegan's up for national player of the year. So it was Kofi. There were all of the, the subplots 
And, and the one that we really didn't consider was Nebraska winning and, and at Wisconsin without their best player, without Bryce McGowan's. And as soon as I saw Bryce out, my mind really shifted, you know, it was not okay. We're, and um, I, you know, it's pretty well documented. I don't watch other big 10 games until I have to scout them. And, but I did look at my phone as I was leaving shoot around and Wisconsin's up 10. I said, well, we can kind of put that one to, 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 to bed. And, um, you know, then, um, I go home, I kind of sit around for a little bit and, and don't have it on and, uh, kind of dozed for a couple of minutes. And then I looked at my phone and Nebraska was up one and I'd never looked again. I figured I would jinx it. So, and, uh, that game goes final and my, and our players just start blowing me up. And, and I mean, everybody starts, my phone's just buzzing. And uh, so obviously senior night, uh, that's an emotional night. It's a night that, that I don't like as a coach. I think it's, there's so many distractions and yet now all of a sudden the whole thing has shifted and, and we're playing for a championship. And, and uh, you know, I, I say it, it's, it's, it's why you play every game. You wait till the last day, you wait to see who wins and loses and you never look beyond, um, you, you know, what's next on your, on your, on your schedule, but, uh, uh, winning that in that fashion at home for our fans to see. And then the, the mosh pit that was the court afterwards, <laughs> uh, those are memories I'll never forget. Those are memories our players won't forget. And, and I, and I know the 15,600 in that building that night won't forget it either, but, uh, man, it's, that's the way you dream of doing it, celebrating it with, with your fans on your court and holding that trophy up and uh, something we'll, we'll all never forget. I do have two questions that did you send Fred Hoiberg any wine after that win? That's truth. He got, <laughs> That's he, the got truth. he got, he got a night, he got, he got a very, very nice case of wine. And we all know Fred's a big wine guy. And so Fred and I, uh, when we're together, we, 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 we have a tendency to talk a lot more wine than we ever do recruiting <laughs> or basketball. And, uh, no, I thought it was, he's, he's, he's a dear friend. So I'm sending a really good friend, uh, uh, a case of wine and, uh, uh, was, was, was just a little thank you note in there. You're listening to my sturdy for 30 podcast on the Atlanta guys sports spectacular. When we come back, we will get the ultimate answer to find out whether the Big Ten Trophy, or Brad Underwood's wife, got to sleep in the bed. <laughs> Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it, because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and it's much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships. Build community and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Yeah, the Sports Spectacular, Brad Sturdy, the master teaser. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd be talking about a $4 million a year coach's bed? <laughs> I, that wasn't that wasn't in the job. I, I don't remember that being in our job description here on the radio. But no, it's interesting. It's funny, funny stuff. And you know, it's that's the one thing we put these guys on a pedestal. We say they're making this much, or doing this. And they're always they're just people. They got wives, they got families, and they have the same things that we deal with. Um, just a little bit different. And pretty proud of that trophy, though. Um, and- definitely not as not <laughs> his wife. Definitely rules the roost, though. That's the way it works. Yeah, and, and pretty much I can safely say that Brad Sturdy is the only journalist who would have delved into that subject this deeply. <laughs> That's right. Well, well, 
<laughs> Without further ado, let's get to the question and the answer we've all been waiting for. Here's more of Brad's conversation with Brad Underwood as part of the Sturdy for 30 podcast. <laughs> Here's the important question. And I'm going to assume that this one's inaccurate because as far as I know, you're still married. So did you actually kick your wife out of the bed and sleep with the trophy? It was, it was talked about. <laughs> <laughs> it it never truly happened, but it was talked. About. It it was it was talked about, but uh, uh, no, it's that's uh, uh, that was one of those deals that uh, you're so proud and you're so excited and and uh, you know those winnings hard, man. We talk about it all the time, Brad, and I mean, and and you just want to you want to you want to keep that moment as long as you can. Yeah, it's a. I want so, to keep my wife. I want to keep my wife more. Yeah, years, that's what I so. figured. You better better do that. You know, that's a yeah. tough call. You know, but uh, you know, she she usually wins out. So she, no, she always wins out. Not usually, she's always winning. <laughs> I I get it. Trust me, I get it. So I, I gotta. We we talked about senior day, and you know, so Kofi and, and you know Trent Demonte, those guys, and moving on. Obviously, Kofi's a little different. We'll talk about him in a second, but. What is the legacy of those guys? Jake went through senior day too. What is the legacy those guys left behind for this program? Winners, winners. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're now ingrained. They're part of the establishment. They're part of us. And uh, to say that they've got banners hanging in State Farm Center, not one, but two, to say that they're, that they're, they're all over our record books. Um, but it, it, it's to me, it's more than that. It's, it's, it's the character it's, you know, it, it's, they'll never be appreciated by most for the first two years that, that and I'm speaking to Monte and Trent for the first two years of, of what was not fun, not fun to be in, being real. And, um, and yet to have that and, and to have those opportunities to hang banners and be remembered for, for that, because, you know, it's, there's some great life lessons in there and uh, they didn't transfer. They didn't run from it. They, they knew they were in a place that the fans loved them. They were getting better. And uh, you know, to, to be rewarded with winning um, you know, to me is, is one of the greatest um, things that you can have happen. And, you know, for Jake and a uh, uh, guy who transferred here from Holy cross and, you know, Kofi who came in here with, uh, you know, didn't even make a high school all-star game and to be a two-time All-American and, um, you know, and, and, and be a part of winning. I mean, I think Jake's 36 and five or something as a starter and, um, you know, Kofi's all the, the individual accolades that came his way because of winning. Uh, you know, to me, that's a, that's why, that's why senior days and those last days are really hard because you, 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 you want to reward and remember the good things, but, uh, man, it's pretty sad too, that, that the guys have to, uh, that have to move. And, um, you know, that, that'll be a senior day. We'll remember for forever. Yeah. You great success. And, and you know, Trent DeMonte, just tremendous, you know, the, the toughness, the culture Kofi is uh, obviously he's that same way too, but Kofi's was a different because Kofi is, you know, he had an opportunity to return and he's choosing to go to the next level and try and take that jump. And Kofi is the most dominant big man in college basketball last year. I mean, I, I don't think anybody really argues that does it as he's not there though, does it kind of open some, a different style of play maybe that can, can be different for you guys moving forward. No, no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, I mean, and, and I, that's not to make light of Kofi. He was, um, he was phenomenal. I mean, two years ago, he was number one in the country in ball screen usage for, for a center. Uh, this year, he was one of the top usage guys, you know, in, in a different way. We didn't ball screen as much. We was just straight post-ups, uh, you know, and, and, and yet, um, you know, we played a certain way defensively uh, in large part because of Kofi. Um, that worked out too, Brad. I mean, we yeah. were, we're we we've been a top twenty-five defensive team uh, while he's here. Uh, does it allow you a little more versatility, and does it change things? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's there's not seven foot, three hundred plus pound guys running around uh, on every team. 
And, and uh, so, you know, our, this team won't have one. And so we can go out and, and, and be a little bit different and, and take advantage of some guys' uniqueness in, in their skill set. You know, we knew we had to get guards. We've gone out and signed four high school guards that I think are all really, really good and, and potential next-level guys. And, uh, uh, you know, they can attack you off the dribble. So that gives us a different look with when, you know, you don't have a seven-foot guy in the paint. Uh, attacking downhill will be a priority for us. And uh, uh, we'll see how it all unfolds when we get the guys here this summer. But there'll be no doubt you'll see some different, uh, uh, some different things with this team minus Kofi. Yeah. And you always, as for my, like when I coach, I always look at it as like sometimes like last year, you knew you had, once you knew you had Kofi, you, you have that now you're coming up with ways to get him the ball. Right. And that now, yeah. you know, you don't have him. Now you're coming up with, now you go through a different mindset. How are we going to, what are we going to do differently and what system are we going to play and how are we going to play? And you've done pretty well in the past. So Oklahoma state, you had pretty good success. I think the number one offense in the country um, yeah. w- without a, maybe having a big guy. So it can be done, right? Oh, there's no doubt. And I, I mean, all, you, all you've got to do is, is look at the NBA. I mean, Draymond Green's playing the five. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's about space and opening the court and having guys be able to, uh, to attack the paint instead of just throwing it into a post player. They should well have to attack the paint off the, off the dribble. And, you know, sometimes we make coaching really complicated, you know, and, and, and it's not. And, you know, it's, it's about putting your best players in, the, in, in, in positions to score. What that looks like for this year, I don't know. With Kofi, I mean, we were going to get him the ball. Iowa was in 76% of our ball screens. We were going to put our best player in a position to be, uh, to be successful. And, and I think that's uh, been a pretty good formula. And we'll see how all that plays out with this new group. And, and um, but, um, you know, it, it will be different. And, and I'm okay with that. I like change. And. And I think, I think a little variety is, is good. That was just one portion of my Sturdy for 30 podcast uh, with uh, Alina basketball coach Brad Underwood. Um, you can listen to the other uh, portion, the rest of the podcast, uh, on whatever, wherever you listen to your podcast apps or on the Alina guys uh, website. Yeah, that was, that was some incredible news that we got uh, coming out of that. And um, I can honestly say I've got a lot of respect for Brad Underwood, that that was some deft answering over some questions that could have caused a lot of long-term problems. <laughs> knows, he, the diplomat. Knows he cleared it up. No, no, my wife always wins. Not, yeah, not, exactly. Not I know. That. always wins, yeah. Get yeah. that in right away. Any guy who's been married as long as Brad knows to get that in. That's right. We, uh, we, uh, we understand. We understand. Happy, uh, happy wife, happy life. Right. So, uh, sturdy, great job. As always. Sure. Yeah, no question. Uh, great stuff. And as you mentioned, that's um, a sturdy for 30 podcast, wherever you find your podcast. And it's also, uh, you'll see it there on the front of the IlliniGuys.com website as well. Hey, we are, uh, just halfway through the show. Very, very busy. Still coming up, Kedrick Prince talking recruiting. Adelia McKenzie is on the way. We'll hear from Jaden Epps, the 2022 uh, commit for the Illini. And uh, baseball coach Dan Hartlip, uh, the Illini. Um, pretty good season so far uh, near the top of the Big Ten standings. We'll uh, hear from him coming up next on the Sports Spectacular.